Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. grinders and welcome to the daily fantasy fix podcast i'm your host travis mangone here to talk more with you about the uh, dfs slate that we have today uh you know it's a pretty good one it's first december so pretty excited to uh you know keep talking nba with you guys uh we've got a very long season ahead of us but uh eight games here tonight so let's get started the first thing to note with this slate is that we have uh, tons of injury news that's going to be dropping and whatnot. Uh, if you just go over and look at the guards list and look at the top, I mean, you got Westbrook, Curry, Wall's already out, Walker, uh, you know, Conley's still out, Teague, Chalmers. I mean, just injuries all over the place there. So, I mean, there's just tons and tons of injury news that's going to drop. So that's going to be something that we have to monitor throughout the day. So be sure to just keep looking out for that. But uh, we'll go game by game here. And uh, we'll kick it off with the Pistons and the Washington Wizards. We currently have a 206 team total. Uh, it is, you know, the uh, Pistons are road favorites by one point. So, uh, you know, the Wizards are that team that earlier in the week. They really disappointed us on that five-game slate. And a lot of people had ownership on them and, like, uh, are pretty disappointed from what happened. But, uh, yeah, I can see why uh, people might not want to go back to the Wizards well. But there's reason to go back to them. And uh, I'll tell you why. Pulling up the Rotor Grinders uh, court, I, court IQ, you can do that at the starting lineup page. Right now with the current starting lineup, we have just a ton of usage going around. We have a usage rate for Bradley Beal of 29.9%. We got 23.4% uh, for Otto Porter. So in the 93 minutes that this starting lineup has played together, uh, you're seeing those two as the highest usage players on the team. You're also seeing, uh, you know, Kelly Oubre. When John Wall's out, Kelly Oubre gets a huge bump in usage, and that's why he's been kind of exploding for a couple games here. <clears throat> so that's one guy that we have to be uh, considering here, Kelly Oubre. I think he's a really interesting option against the uh, Pistons. But Bradley Beal, he's a really good play. You know, if you, if you didn't think he was a good play the other day, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, he, was getting, he gets so much usage. He's a guy that's in a good spot. People say, yeah, he's points dependent and whatnot. And even the other day against Philly, only played 22 minutes. That was kind of frustrating. But he's a good play again. At, at 8K, it's it, it's 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 an 8-game slate. So uh, at 8K, it, it it's kind of tough at times. Like, he's a really good play. But it's, I understand people when they say, oh, you know, his uh, ceiling feels like it can be kind of capped. Uh, I understand that because he's a little jump shooting dependent, but seeing that type of usage rate, if I'm not finding any other value shooting guards, like I'm going to go to him. He's a great play here in this spot. Just depends if I find, uh, you know, better value shooting guards throughout the slate. So, but Bradley, Bla Bradley Beal is firmly in play. Also like Otto Porter Jr. too, again, talked about his usage. I think he's a great play as well. Uh, you know, he's just, him and uh, Markeith Morris were, you know, there was a tweet that came out that they were going to get, um, Right when John Wall got hurt, the tweet said that, uh, you know, Markeith Morris and Otto Porter are going to be given more responsibilities. And, uh, you know, I'm expecting that to happen. Markeith Morris, too, another guy for 4.6K. Uh, he's just too cheap. His last two games are brutal, though. 8.4 and a 5.3. I mean, 
I don't know what's going on with him and why he's been so awful. Uh, this is a guy last year that, you know, he'd be getting in the mid-20s to 30s for games, and we'd pay 6K for him at times. So I don't know what to think of Markeith. I think he's just strictly a tournament play. Uh, cash games, it's really tough, but uh, I think uh, I think we definitely need to be playing him in uh, in tournaments. Uh, just he's too cheap for what he can do. You just have to understand the risk with him. Uh, don't play too much of him, though, because he's not going to be super owned. Marcin Gortat, he's not really a guy I love to play. I'm just not a huge fan of playing him. I get it. Uh, you know, he's 4.6K, but he's not hes not my favorite guy to roster. So I'll probably end up passing on going the uh, Gortat route. For me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with some with uh, mainly uh, the Beal, uh, Porter. Those are my two favorite guys. I'm not going to touch Tim Frazier. Uh, he's just too priced up. And I think we'll, we'll have more value and just better value throughout the uh, day. So I don't need to be playing Tim Frazier. And then I, even Kelly Oubre, he's a really interesting option. So don't sleep on him. I think he's a pretty good uh, pretty good play. Move on to the Pistons side of the ball. Uh, you know, the Wizards have been getting killed by uh, small forwards all year long. Uh, they've just been getting torched. Uh, the question is, what if do we would we want to play Stanley Johnson? Uh, I don't really want to. Uh, he might be a guy I get a little bit of tournament exposure to. I don't feel like I have to on a site like Fantasy Draft, maybe a site where I'm forced to play small forwards. But, uh, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, playing him today. The, the guys I like, though, I mean, you have to like Tobias Harris. I think he's in a really good spot. He's been playing really well recently, shooting the ball well. Six point, you know, he's he's not a terrible price tagger on the industry, so I, I'm, I'm a fan of him. He's just a guy that has 40-point upside, so I definitely like rostering him. Uh, Reggie Jackson, he's he's another guy that he's kind of tough to roster for me. I get it. Uh, the price tag on fantasy draft is eleven point six k. I don't love that price tag. I'd rather go to an Avery Bradley if I was taking anyone. So I think he's a better play. But him and Ishmith just kind of cut into each other's minutes too much. It's not like one of them just uh, goes out there and gets a ton of runs. So uh, I don't know. I don't have a ton of exposure to this Pistons side of the ball. I'm not the biggest fan of uh, loading up on them here. Last guy we didn't mention is Andre Drummond, but he's 16.2K, and I just think there's better centers on this slate that I'd rather roster, so I think I'm going to stay away from him here in this spot. Let's move on to the next game. We have the Golden State Warriors and the Orlando Magic. It's a 227 team total, and let's start off by talking about the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors are dealing with some injuries. We saw them the other day. All of them played, but, uh, you know, you never know. These injuries could pop up, uh, you know could be uh just reasons to rest them against a magic team that's not that great i would you know they could sit one of one or the other but currently we have durant and curry listed as probable and i'm going to consider them as uh probable and just kind of uh, do the analysis like that so yeah uh obviously against the magic they have a massive total 118.75 total uh the highest total on the slate i mean have to like getting some exposure to some warriors here the question is which ones i mean i think curry's in a great spot here i would not uh you know I would not be sleeping on him. I love getting exposure to him. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, if you look at the uh, price tags, what what the best buys are, you know, I mean, Curry's a little expensive, but I do like him just in the matchup. But if you want the best, like, you know, salary relief guys, it's probably Draymond Green, 13.9K. Uh, just gets a really good, uh, you know, really good matchup where he could probably have triple-double upside. And that's Draymond Green, but he's, I don't know, he's not my favorite guy. He just, it's one of those things that that price tag, he has a ton of upside. It's just the question is, will he do it in that matchup? Clay Thompson's 12.8K. Uh, I think he's a fine option too. I mean, you you know how the Warriors are. Uh, but for me, if I had to play anyone, uh, I'm gonna look to probably get Curry. Maybe not on fantasy draft though. Maybe on other sites where he's uh where he's a little bit cheaper and can get exposure to him. It depends though. If we get value guards, then I kind of will uh, might 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 turn away from Curry here then. But let's move on and talk about the uh, Magic for a little bit. 
you know, like I said, obviously you guys know what to do with the Warriors. It's whatever kind of fits your spot and whatnot. Uh, but the, the Magic are an interesting team right now. They have uh, some injuries and they get a you know pace up game against the Warriors. Uh, this, they could get blown out, and I think they are going to get blown out, but. Uh, they, they, they have an interesting situation with Terrence Ross out for the year. Uh, Simmons slid into the starting lineup, and now he's going to. The guy who they said is going to benefit mainly from the Ross injury is going to be Aaron Aflalo. He should you know, expect him to get more run. He could get some garbage time run too, which could be interesting. So if you're looking for a value play, uh, I don't hate it, but um, I, I think it's one of those things I want more confirmation uh, closer to lineup lock. And the, the only Magic Beat writers have been pretty good about giving us that info, so uh, I don't hate that. Then we have uh, Evan Fournier for uh, 10.8K over on Facebook. I like that price tag a lot for him. Uh, I think he could thrive here in this spot. He, he just, I think it's just too cheap for the amount of minutes that he could play, as long as he plays the minutes. But again, uh, that's the problem with the Magic. Is sometimes they play a ton of minutes, and sometimes they don't. It's just uh, really wonky. Uh, Frank Vogel is not the, not the, not the most trusting coach when it comes to uh, minutes. Alfred Payton. This is the perfect game environment for him to thrive at 13.1K. If you want to take a risk on it, go ahead. Uh, he's just one of those guys you can get five percent, uh, you know, five percent uh, in your script too, almost every day, and I think you're fine with doing that, just because the upside that he can have at that price tag. And then uh, Vucevic, I think he's a really interesting option here for thirteen point eight k. He's someone I wouldn't mind getting exposure to here uh, at the center position. So uh, Vucevic is a guy that I think uh, could be in consideration. A lot of Magic guys to consider, but the problem I have is there is a blowout risk, right? For uh, it's, a, it's a ten point difference, but uh, with the blowout possibility, Frank Vogel could sit some of these magic guys. So it keeps me a little gun shy. I want to roster some of these guys, especially in my cash games. Let's move on to the next game. We have the Indiana Pacers and the Toronto Raptors, a 218 team total with the Raptors as seven point favorites. This game has a higher total than I honestly expected. I uh, wouldn't wouldn't see that, uh, you know, thinking about the Raptors and Pacers. But yeah, they have a pretty high total on this slate at 218. I think there's reason to get exposure to this guys just from that alone. Uh, you know, the, the Raptors are not a team I've been like in love with rostering, but I've been rostering more recently. And man, Kyle Lowry and uh, Demar Derozan have been really good recently. I mean, they've they've had pretty good games all around. I mean, Demar Derozan had a nice uh, 40 fantasy point game. Like he has the upside, right? He had a 50 point game not too recently, and then had some consistent 40. So uh, Demar Derozan, I think he's an interesting uh, play. It depends though if he gets Oladipo. Oladipo has been a pretty strong defender, and I'm assuming he gets Oladipo. So that might be uh, something I worry about. Might might lean to Kyle Lowry instead. Uh, Lowry's the guy who's really been smashing. Uh, you know, 51, 38.6. 54, 48.5, 29, 44.6, 43.7, 41. I mean, just really good games. Price tag is up, though, uh, you know, for sure. It's definitely uh, creeped up a little bit. Uh, over on Fantasy Draft, 16.5K. Uh, a little pricey for me, but, uh, you know, if he fits that last spot, I don't hate it. But, again, I really think, uh, you know, I really think we're going to get some value guards possibly today. So if we do, uh, just kind of depends on what's going to happen uh, here on this slate. And actually, just got some news while recording. Uh, Indiana Pacers coach McMillan provides an update on Miles Turner, who will be a game-time decision due to a sore knee. So, uh, you know, with that with that being said, uh, that's, you know, let's head over to the Pacers side of the ball real quick because I don't really love playing uh, guys like Abaka and Valanchunas. It's mainly like Lowry or DeRozan for me on the on the on uh, that side of the ball. I think the other guys you can consider real quick is, uh, you know, Powell and Sycam. Like, Sycam's been really good. Uh, so I think those are two value plays that you can go to. It just depends on what you think the uh, game flow is going to be of this game. I think it could be, uh, I think both get a ton of run though here, like enough run where uh, they can hit value. So those are the two value plays off the bench. But let's head over to the Pacers side of the ball because that's really interesting. Oh, you know, news that's been dropped. We have Oladipo, obviously, he's probably going to play. Uh, I know he's had the uh, bad knee, but uh, with Turner, 
this could open up some run for our uh, Sabonis. Sabonis was really, really good when Turner was out last time. And, I mean, th this could just be a great spot for him. I know he's priced up a bit. Uh, he's at, uh, let's see where he's at. Sabonis is uh, 10.9K, which is obviously we, we were buying really low on him in the past. And at like 10.9K, I mean, that's that's not the price tag that we were uh, buying low on him. So I don't know. Uh, I still think he's going to be really in play, though, at 10.9K just because of what we saw from him the last time he was out there. I mean, he had some he had some massive games. I mean, he was hitting like 40 fantasy points in some of them. I mean, he was really good with uh, Turner out. So uh, I don't know. I think he's definitely going to be in play. Just wait on that uh, Turner news. I think he's really interesting uh, for sure here. Old Depot, if he plays, I mean, I think he's a fine option. I mean, the, the only thing is it's not a revenge game, right? I mean, he's really crushing those revenge spots recently. Uh, kind of like kidding with that. I mean, just the usage he's seeing and whatnot. I think he's a he's a, he's a solid play, but I think there's other guys I'd rather uh, spend for in that price range. That's kind of sort of the problem I'm having with him. Uh, looking at some other guys, I think like uh, Thad Young will get, you know, and, you know, he can get like a pretty interesting look here at that price tag. Uh, you know, 11.9K, he could get a, a solid amount of run if Turner's out. So uh, those are kind of the value forwards that we're going to have to really look at here against uh, against the uh, Toronto Raptors here. Again, this is not a game I'm uh, super in love with. I think it's an okay game. Uh, you can get, I think when the turn, if the Turner news breaks, that'll really, uh, you know, really, really kind of uh, shake things up for us a bit. So, uh yeah, let's go on to the next game. We have the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, this is a game, uh, you know, it's just, it's it's a 209.5 total. Uh, it's, a lot depends on Russell Westbrook, man. Like, uh, we got to hope he plays. Uh, he got injured the last game. Uh, he was a full participant, though, so I'm assuming he's going to play. I mean, a precautionary x-ray done on his left hand. Uh, he, was, he came back negative, so... You know, it's just a bruise, they're saying. So I think he's going to be fine. If Russell Westbrook plays, I mean, of course you have to love him, right? I mean, uh, this is the Minnesota Timberwolves. These are the Minnesota Timberwolves that are terrible at defending uh, the point guards. I'll pull it up now. The uh, Let's see what they're at this season. They Last time I looked, they were terrible. I'll let me look again. It's been a couple days or so. They're, they're down to uh, – they're still in the bottom 10. Uh, they've definitely fallen, uh, fallen a little bit. They're at 22nd. It's been a little bit since I've looked, but they're still not. I mean, they're not good against point guards. Like, And uh, a guy like Tyus Jones and Jeff Teague, right? Like, they're not going to be able to uh, check uh, a Russell Westbrook. He's the matchup-proof type of guy. He'll absolutely have a dominant performance probably here. And just like, uh, I'll read you his game logs. I mean, they've been, he's been incredible. Uh, I know he's expensive, 21.2K uh, over on Fantasy Draft, but uh, just here's the game log. 69.75, 60, 64.25, 67, 68.5. I mean, I just don't think I'm fading that today. It just seems tough. Again, I said I like some other uh, expensive guards, but I think I'd rather just find my way up to Russell Westbrook here in this spot. Like, this is just, I get it, he's expensive, but uh, those raw points are uh, really fun to come by, and I'm, I'm probably going to want to uh, take them today on this slate. So that price tag, again, expensive, but uh, who are the guys that we really, really want to pay up for on this slate? The other guys are like, what, like Cousins and maybe Davis because obviously they're always good plays to pay up for. Uh, and then other than that, it's like the Warriors. And I don't know. I'd just rather pay for Westbrook. There's not like a LeBron or a Giannis. Uh, you know, th there's none of those guys on this slate. Mainly those two Pelicans I have to worry about. So Westbrook probably seems like the guy that I'm going to pay up for uh, in a really good spot here today. So definitely make sure you get exposure to him against the Timberwolves. We'll talk about some other guys, though. Let's look at the price tags. Uh, you know, the way they approach Paul George and uh, Carmelo Anthony is like, I guess, really price driven, like where, like what their price tag is throughout the industry on each site. I mean, if you look at this now, we have, uh, what is it, uh, 
Carmelo Anthony's 12.6K over on Fantasy Draft. I mean, just to kind of like break it down for you, I'll go to utility here and just scroll down. These are the guys that are in his price range. I mean, we got Dion Waiters, who's like, you know, very inconsistent type of shooter. Uh, Miles Turner, Jeff Teague, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Denzel Valentine, Tyreek Evans, uh, Drew Holiday. I mean, just, uh, man, like, Carmel Anthony is just, like, way more talented than a lot of these guys. Like, Markkanen is $100 more expensive than him. The inconsistent Alfred Payton, who has a ton of upside but can always disappoint. Like, I just think there's, like, a lot of safety with him. Definitely, like, a great cash game option. I mean, Carmelo, I'll just read you his game logs really quick. 30.75, 21.75, 36.5, 32.5, 40.75, 34.33. I mean, just really consistent numbers from him has a solid floor it doesn't seem like he's really hitting that upside which is kind of uh, a little bit frustrating but uh, I think he's a perfectly fine play at 12.6k and I'd get exposure to him a uh, guy I haven't, been, I haven't been playing a ton personally is uh, Paul George. I think he's a fine play and at 14 uh, you know 14.7k I think he's uh, he's a fine option but I don't know. I, I, I could worry about it, uh, who's defending him, right? Is he going to get Jimmy Butler defense all game? I, I'm assuming he does. And I don't know. This could not be the – maybe it's not the greatest spot for him uh, here just at that price tag. I'd rather play Bradley Beal. Uh, who I think just has a, you know, I get it. He's going up against Avery Bradley defense, which is not going to be my favorite thing to attack. But uh, if I had to pick one, I think I'm going to go Bradley Beal with just the type of usage that he's going to see compared to a Paul George. Uh, another guy, Steven Adams, uh, he's another starter to consider from this team. Uh, where he's cheap throughout the industry. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, his price tag is 11.3K. He's a cheap center that I think is, um, is fine to get exposure to, and he correlates really well with Russell Westbrook, so I, I don't mind playing him either. Other than that, though, this Thunder bench is atrocious. I'm not playing anyone from them, uh, and like Andre Roberson, I'll pass on him. Looking at the Timberwolves, though, or Timberwolves, uh, this is interesting. So we still don't have the Jeff Teague news. Like, uh, you know, will he play? Will he not play? He's been kind of really frustrating recently. Didn't play in the last game. So Tyus Jones, right? If 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 uh, we get the news ahead of time, which I don't think we will because this, I believe, is an 8 o'clock game. Yeah, 8 o'clock game. And Tyus Jones is – it's one of those things where – they haven't told us if he's going to play, basically. Uh, every time it's like, oh, Jeff Teague is uh, you know, going to warm up and see what happens. And like we just don't get the news in time. So it's hard to be able to play Tyus Jones in uh, in our cash games. In tournaments, I still think, you know, I think you can take the risk and embrace it and go to Tyus Jones. I mean, he's been... He's been pretty good, and he's uh, you know he's still cheap, only eight eight point nine k. And like here's his performances. I mean, he's just he's really thrived in the role. But if Jeff T comes back, it's going to be very frustrating. But thirty eight point five, thirty point five, forty three, thirty two. I mean, this is all with Teague out. So at eight point nine k, I would love the roster. I think in tournaments you can embrace it and just embrace that risk and realize if he doesn't play, you uh, you know if Jeff Teague doesn't play, you're in a really great spot. But if Jeff Teague does play, you're probably in trouble. I also could see even if Teague plays, this is an Achilles injury. Maybe they don't like you know put pedal to the metal on Teague and they kind of you know mix and match the minutes a little bit and kind of give Jones enough run where maybe he can at least hit value. I mean he'll smash value if he's the starter, but he can maybe just hit value uh, even if Teague plays. So. Uh, I mean, he's just played so well, it seems like they have to give him a little bit more time, and maybe they just ease Teague back, especially against a guy like Russell Westbrook. He's got to be frustrating to cover and take a lot of effort. So I, I don't know. I think uh, I think Jones is kind of still in play in tournaments, but cash games, it's tough. We just have to get the news. That's really what we we need here. Uh, let's talk about some of the other uh, Timberwolves uh, on the slate, though. I mean, one guy that I, wa- I think has been a lot better recently is uh, Jimmy Butler. 13.3K. I like that price tag on Fantasy Draft. He's a guy I like getting exposure to here. I think that's a nice price tag to pay for. I would rather not pay up for Wiggins. He's really points dependent, and a guy like Jimmy Butler can just do it all and do a lot. I think he's in a really good spot. 
so I'll definitely get some exposure to him. Uh, Taj Gibson, I mean, he's been phenomenal so far at 11K. Uh, I think he's fine play. You can get uh, exposure during your cash games, your tournaments. He's just he's showing some upside at that price tag, and his, his, the price is just not going up enough. So I think he's, an, again, another fine play to get exposure to. And then Carl Anthony Towns for 16.3K. This is one of those slates where we don't have a lot of guys that we're really paying up for. Uh, so say you don't pay up uh, for you know a guy like West, where you can kind of go more in these uh, mid-tier routes, like, I think Carl Anthony Towns is uh, super interesting. Uh, just has a ton of upside and uh, cheaper than usual. He's definitely been really inconsistent you know, that, this year. That's kind of the problem. So he's more of a guy that I'm taking a tournament flyer on. Maybe on like a team where I'm going more like uh, you know mid tier. Like I'm not say I'm not paying up for a Westbrook right or a Cousins or a Davis, and I, I go with a guy you know go with some of these mid tier guys or you know a little little more pricey. Like I play a Carl Anthony Towns and a Drummond together, uh, and then mix in some value and then some other like mid tier guys. I think that's a fine route that you can go. Uh, but again, he's not a guy I'm super in love with. But I think there's merit to uh, merit to playing those guys down there. If you there's not a ton of stars, and if you don't think it's a night where you have to pay for them, uh, there's some interesting guys in this uh, upper mid tier that you can kind of uh, get exposure to. So that might be a route that you want to take in tournaments. Again, uh, let's move on to the next game. Uh, that game's a 209.5 total, so one that I think is not a bad one. But let's head over to the next one, which is probably the cross-off. I don't know if it's the cross-off game of the slate, but one of the cross-off games of the slate. It's the Sacramento Kings and the Chicago Bulls, two of the slowest-tempo teams in the league. 109.5-point uh, team total. I mean, this is just a really, really bad game that we have here. Uh, unless we get value that opens up, I'm not playing anyone from these games. I mean, this game is awful. Uh, I, I say you just cross it off and move on to the next one. And if one of these teams is on the winning slate, like, so be it. If value opens up, though, like, say we get news that Zach Randolph and George Hill sit, right? That's going to open up some value on the uh, Kings side of the ball. So we'll have to obviously look for uh, some guys that they sit guys sometimes. So uh, I could see there being a possibility of the Kings, uh, you know, maybe, maybe some value opens up and then they come into play. But until there's value... In a terrible team total like this, I don't want to touch this game. Same with the Bulls. I don't care who's shooting. You know, Justin Holiday. he's been shooting a lot. I get it. It could be a you know great great matchup against the Kings because they're not great on defense, but this tempo is just horrible. Like, just stay away. It's not a great spot, so let's move on to the next one. To, again, another game that I don't love. Uh, and, man, 192 team total. We have the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies. So this game is a little easier to roster. I get it. It's not one of the – it's the lowest total on the slate and even lower than the uh, Bulls one, but there's reasons to roster the Memphis out of the ball. Reasons why we need to is because uh, Michael Conley's out. There, there's just tons of injuries on that side of the ball. Uh, let me pull up the Memphis uh, – let me pull up the Memphis side real quick and just make sure I have all the correct injuries. Yeah, so Chalmers was a, was a game-time decision. He's questionable for Friday. Uh, so that's obviously reasons to – you know, if he doesn't play, like Tyreek Evans is going to be interesting. He had 32.75 points against the Spurs last the last time they played, which was uh, the other day. So this is a uh, one of those home-and-home type games. So uh, he's going to be coming and playing at only 12.2. The coach also said after Fitzgerald got fired, he's going to make sure to make, uh, you know, noticeable changes to the starting lineup and – if you look at this, like Tyreek Evans played 30 minutes, and uh, he's played a healthy amount of minutes all year, but uh, you know, seeing those 30 minutes is encouraging because that's one thing we thought that we'd see, like make sure that uh, Tyreek Evans would be uh, consistently in the lineup, so he is. Chandler Parsons, he's listed as questionable too. You got Brandon Wright, another guy who's questionable for the Memphis. So, uh, man, like Jermichael Green is going to be a really interesting play throughout the industry. He's only, you know, 8.4K on Fantasy Draft, and if you look at his game logs, I mean, just super consistent. Uh, 23.5, 22.5, 27.25, 22.75, 23.75, 23.5. I mean, just 
absolute consistency from him over 23 minutes a game in each of like each of those games and the minutes have been trending upward he's got a couple games in the 30s I mean this is a really good spot for him so I definitely think that uh, Jamichael Green is a really interesting value on this slate uh, just depends on the price tag throughout the industry I know on some other sites like on Fanduel, he's kind of too priced up for me like well he's 5.5k now he's 6k the other day so uh, but on like I know DraftKings he was way too cheap the other day so I got explosion him over there but on Fantasy Draft 8.4k I love that so I uh, think it's a I uh, think it's a really really good uh, price tag on him especially if we get all those guys out I mean then I'll be really really interested let's talk about the Spurs though a little bit uh you know they, they already have injuries going on uh Tony Parker's kind of back like he I don't know but I don't remember how many minutes he played I know he played so that definitely um let's see if that affects anything he played uh 17 minutes and 14 minutes the past two games so I don't know he's cutting into some time for Mills so maybe that's hurting that's hurting Mills value a little bit here uh, so maybe maybe Mills is not as appealing as he was, but he's still a fine play if you want to. But again, not I don't really want to get a ton of exposure to this game. The one guy I do like, like well, actually the two guys I do like rostering on the Spurs uh, specifically are uh, Kyle Anderson for twelve point one k. You know he's definitely an interesting option. Uh, you know he just read you the game logs again like i like doing this it kind of like just tells you like at 12.1k look what you get you get 25.5 36 33.75 27.25 38.5 i mean pretty good upside problem is the tempo in the game like i'd rather just play a carmelo anthony find the money for him instead uh, personally, but I don't think he's a terrible play. Uh, and then LaMarcus Aldridge, he's 17.4K. He's a little pricey, but, I mean, last game out against Memphis, he had 53 fantasy points. I mean, that usage that he sees is, is insane. Uh, it's just like a, he's just the guy on this team, and he's really been a, a really awesome player this year with no Kawhi Leonard. So, uh, you know, 17.4K, if you have the money, I don't hate spending it on him. I don't know if I would be doing it because I'm not the biggest fan of just, like, playing these, like, low, like, slow-tempo games. But, uh I think he's not a terrible play on this slate. I mean, we just saw what he did the other day against them. And in this kind of slow grinding out type games, like this fits him well, like these half court type offense type of games. It's not really an up and down game. This just fits Aldridge really, really well. So I think he's a fine play in this spot. We actually just got some news though on the uh, you know on the Memphis side of the ball real quick. So Chalmers and Parsons and Wright are actually going to be uh, playing today. So uh, that's really going to cut into some of the value guys I was talking about. So uh, I don't know. This is really this game is just not as appealing as uh you know it's a, again it's a 192 point team total. You can attack some other games, and I think there's just better games on the slate to target. So uh, I'll probably pass on that. Uh, moving on, uh, we have the. Uh, we have the uh, Charlotte Hornets and the Miami Heat, and uh, yeah, stuttered a little bit there because I was reading, uh, I thought Kemba Walker was out, but now I'm seeing uh, Walker is shoulder, left AC, contusion, listed as questionable, is out. Uh, yeah, so he's out now, and Lamb is listed as questionable, but will be available to play. So that's kind of the news. Walker will be out, and uh, Jeremy Lamb is available to play. So, uh, you know, that news is obviously uh, stuff we know because we kind of saw it the other day. Michael Carter-Williams, uh, 9.1K. He's going to be a value play again that we have to consider against Miami here. Uh, let's see what he did the other night. Just want to refresh myself. He was uh, he did 21.5 points in 32 minutes. Yeah, he's a value play that, uh, you know, he didn't he didn't crap out on us actually, so that's fine. Uh, I remember I had him over there on, uh, I, I had exposure on DraftKings. Actually, I had him on Fantasy Draft 2. had a pretty uh, solid outing, so can't, can't complain about that. The guy who really disappointed, who I also had exposure to, was Batum. Uh, he ended up having uh, 19 15.75 fantasy points so that was really frustrating it didn't make a ton of sense 
I don't mind going back to the well on Batum. I know it was frustrating from what we saw from him. Like, I just did not expect him to be that bad. I know the two games before, he wasn't great, but I knew he'd get more minutes. But I think it's fine to fire back on Batum. Uh, he's, you know, 12.1K. I, I still think it's an interesting spot for him. So don't hate, you know, taking taking a shot with him against the Heat here. But again, Michael Carter-Williams is going to be that value play. And again, one reason why uh, I don't know if I want to play a lot of those, like like the Currys and the Lowrys, who I said are in great spots, but the, their price tags are expensive is because a guy like Carter-Williams I'm going to want to get exposure to. And I said I want to play up for like, a guy like Westbrook. So I'm already running out of some guard spots on this slate. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, there's obviously reasons like these guys. One guy to talk about uh, who's, you know, just been really good this year is Dwight Howard. And uh, you know, I was playing him earlier in the year, and I've kind of, uh, you know, when I see him cheap, I, I kind of jump on the price tag, and I, I didn't know if I wanted to play him against Toronto, and he ended up having 42 fantasy points, and I think without Kemba, there's reasons to uh, like him, just because he's, you know, he should put up just more shots. The spot against Miami, too, there's going to be no Hassan Whiteside, uh, Bam uh, Ibidejo, I believe is how you say it. Uh, I could be wrong. I probably butchered it completely, but uh, Bam is his name. Uh, we'll just go from there. Bam is the guy that... Uh, He's going to start. So with Bam starting, this is, uh, you know, I, I believe Howard will just bully him around all game. The one thing that you could see is maybe like if they put in a guy like Olnick, that could obviously hurt Howard and pull him away from the basket and cause some issues. But I think uh, I think Howard could have a really good spot here. So uh, he had 42 fantasy points last time. And for this price tag of 14.3K, I don't hate going to him. Uh, again, they're, they're, I'd rather play like a guy like Vucevic, I think. But I do think there is upside here for a guy like uh, – for a guy like uh, Dwight Howard. So uh, my notifications are going off. Uh, I had him on so I can get some more injury news, but uh, I'll turn him off for now. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we have uh, Dwight Howard, a fine play. Let's look at the Miami side of the ball, though, because like this is where the value really is going to be for us today, right? Uh, we With Bam in there, like 8.5K, 8, 8. I mean, I, I love him here in this spot. I think it's a great spot to save on. Uh, he, he, he came out swinging uh, to start off the game really good. Uh, he started with 20 fantasy points. Then he, or I believe it was, uh, yeah, 18.75 he ended up with on fantasy draft. He had 20 on another side at the, at the end of the first half and then really didn't do much in the second half, really struggled. So uh, it was definitely kind of frustrating, but I think it, we can go back uh, go back to him here. I think he's a perfectly fine option. One guy I really don't want to be playing anymore, and I'm just sick of, like, I've rostered him not a ton this year, but enough where I'm just sick of rostering him, especially at that price tag. I mean, it's ridiculous on fantasy draft. Is Goran Dragic for 14.1K. He just has been super frustrating all year. I'm not going to play him here in this spot. There's other guys I'd rather play. I know I'd rather, you know, we could obviously bully Michael Carter-Williams with a guy like Dragic, but there's just better guys to pay for at this price tag. So uh, pass on Dragic for me. I'm not interested. I'd rather play a guy like Waiters for cheaper if I had to. I know he's inconsistent, but he has upside. Uh, and in this spot, if he, ch- you know, without Whiteside, I can see him chuck up a ton of sh- shots. It's just the question is, will they go in? We know he doesn't care and just chucks them up a lot. So I think he's a fine tournament play. And that's a guy I don't mind getting exposure to there. Uh, other than that, uh, 202 total on this game, uh, you know, there's value to attack here. So make sure we get exposure to that. Not a game that I'm just like going to stack up. And there's not really a game on this slate where I'm just uh, super in love with going crazy on it. It's like maybe the, you know, Warriors magic game is the game you would want to get exposure to because it's a 227 total. Uh, but let's hit the last game. We got the Pelicans and the Jazz. 205.5 team total. Uh, we got, you know, Pelicans are, you know, the favorites uh, by three points. This is the Jazz uh, on the second night of a uh, back-to-back here. Uh, Anthony Davis and Cousins obviously in play. Really cheap price tags. People might not want to go back to Anthony Davis because he got ejected the last game. He's 18.3K. 
Uh, totally understand if you uh, you know are annoyed with that because I had Davis and Cash and uh, bubbled pretty hard, uh, got in some contests, but some fell out, and it was really frustrating with having Davis because it could have been a much bigger night for me. But uh, Davis is in play. Uh, this Jazz team is not the Jazz team that everyone thinks. There's no Rudy Gobert here. With there being no Gobert, I mean, they're just playing at a totally different pace, right? Like, they put up, like, I think 120 points last night to Jazz against the Clippers. I know the Clippers are a bad team, but uh, they're just playing at a faster pace, and this is, you know, this is a spot where I think we should be getting exposure to, uh, you know, Pelicans here. If you have the money, Davis for 18.3K, I, I like that. I mean, you're just getting him at underpriced. Same with a Cousins at 19.4K on face draft. You're getting them underpriced. Uh, one guy I don't think I'm going to go back to is uh, Rondo. Uh, he's been super frustrating, really hasn't just like been too great. He's 9K. Uh, I get it. It's it's a fine spot, but the game logs are just so unappealing. The only games that he's done well in is against a guy, team like Phoenix where he had 26.5 in uh, 24 minutes. Until he starts getting more minutes, I think I'm just going to stay away from him. It's just been too frustrating of a situation for me. So um, I'm, I, I'm a Rondo homer. Uh, he, I was a fan with him when he was at the Celtics. Uh, he was one of the guys I loved watching play, but he's not the same guy, and he's really frustrating. So, I think I'm uh, I think I'm just gonna pass here on uh, Rondo. I get it. Some people might you know go back to the well on him, but I'm not going to. Drew Holiday, he's another guy I just really never play. I think there's just better plays in, in his price range. The Jazz are interesting though. Again, a lot you know there's value here. Uh, there's been value, and I think Ricky Rubio, 11.8K, he's a guy that we want to attack here. Uh, definitely an interesting option that we should be getting exposure to on this slate. The Pelicans are really not good against shooting guards, though. And I mean, like, the shooting guard to go for is maybe a, a value play like Alec Burks. I mean, great game last night. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's been the guy that everyone's been playing, and he's starting to get priced up. But Alec Burks had 53.25 fantasy points against uh, the Clippers yesterday, and he's only 6.9K. Yeah, I don't love taking jump shooters on second night of back-to-backs. That's kind of one of the things that I'm not normally the biggest fan of especially after a game like that, but I mean, he's really cheap and I think we're going to have to consider him here. And if we need this value, I don't know if we need the value, but uh, I think he's an interesting guy that you have to be considering for the upside that he has at that price tag. It's just very immense. Uh, one reason why he, uh, you know, you, ha- you don't see him emerge like that is he's always been on like a minutes limit and he plays season high 29 minutes. I can see them like monitoring it a little bit. So I'm a little concerned about it, but again, uh, at that price tag, there's not many guys that have that 53-point uh, fantasy upside. So, And it's, in a matchup against the uh, Pelicans, uh, it's definitely a juicy one. Uh, let's talk about Donovan Mitchell, though. I mean, he's 12.3K. I still think he's a fine option here in this spot. And I think you have to, uh, you know, be considering getting exposure to him. Uh, just the upside that he has, 36.5 fantasy points, 26.75, 41.5. Uh, I mean, he just has upside and just chalks up a ton of shots. It's just the question is, will he make them? And if he makes them, uh, you know, he could easily hit value and uh, win you a tournament. So uh, I know his price has gone up and up. And if uh, Rodney Hood's out, that's going to, you know, help him out even more. So if Hood is out, that's just going to be good for him as well. Uh, another guy to consider is Joe Ingles, 9.9K, just getting a ton of minutes. I think he's an interesting play. But uh, the, the other guy is uh, Derek Favors for uh, 12.7K. I mean, uh, one thing I like to do against teams against, that are, are playing the Pelicans is play the, the you know, pl- whenever they only have, like, one, like, b- main big man like the Jazz do, uh, I want to get exposure to him. The reason why I want to get exposure is because, uh, you know, Favors has to be on the court a ton. He's going to have to play a ton because he's going to have to match up against these big men. What are they going to do, bring in Jonas Jarebko in there uh, to try and cover him a ton? I mean, they're going to try to 
cover Anthony Davis, which is just pathetic and more reason to like Anthony Davis. But uh, Favors should just get so much run here. So for 12.7K, he's a really good option. It's not like they're going to run Epke Udo out there a ton and a lot of these other guys. Like uh, Favors is going to get lots of run today. So I have to like him here in this spot. Uh, not my favorite slate of the year. I'll say this, uh, you know, it's an eight game slate. We got two games with some nasty totals and just, uh, not, not the greatest games all around, but, uh, all around just to kind of sum it up. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, the key thing is to look for the value and then just find the right stars to pay for, uh, if you can, uh, just wait on injury news and whatnot. And if injury news doesn't break the way that we need to, maybe it's more of a night where we go balance. So uh, again, uh, just, uh, Final takeaways, uh, you know, obviously attack the attack the games with the better totals. That's kind of my approach on this slate. Uh, do your best to do that, and then just like look for the values. Obviously, there's not just that one game. I feel like that you want to just attack completely. I mean, the Warriors and Magic, of course, you would love to get exposure to it a ton. But the uh, problem is, uh, we still don't have injury news on those guys. And on top of that, uh, one thing to be a little worried about is we don't really have a ton of value in that game, and it's a, most of those guys are priced up. So uh, that's kind of one of the issues with that as well. But uh, yep, that's it for me. If you have any questions or uh, you know. Uh, want to check it i always post injury news anything like that or just have any strategy questions or questions on the slate if anything has changed for me give me a follow on twitter at travis mangone it's t-r-a-v-i-s-m-a-n-g-o-n-e happy to answer those questions for you guys uh so again thanks a lot for uh joining me today and i'm out pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like dewalt and little giant we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details.